So because I was doing it by myself, you know, it was semi-risky and I was always leaving late or trying to put in a big day and, you know, start going in the darkness and then I'm like, all right, fuck, this is getting pretty sketchy. Like, yeah. I need to find some accommodation. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But every single day when you follow this jungle trail up the Ho Chi Minh, mm. uh, Ho Chi Minh, Ho Chi Minh Highway, mm. it's, it is outstanding. Yeah, yeah, It is yeah. fucking incredible. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Adventure Fit Radio. I... Uh, this is Doc here. I'm recording this on the fly at the moment because I am not in with our regular recording studio equipment. Um, so if this sounds a little different, forgive me. But this show that is coming up for you guys is a catch-up between me and Tommy uh, on my return from Vietnam. Had a great trip. Man, I had a great trip. A road from, um, road from Saigon, so Ho Chi Minh City, a very, very southern point, southernmost major city in Vietnam. All the way out to Hanoi, which is the northernmost, um, northernmost major city as well, and flew out from there, and uh, had a, an amazing time. Anyone that follows me on Instagram probably saw some um, some stories and some uh, some posts and bits and pieces. I actually had the month off social media over there, um, and then came home and did updates with all the stories and pictures and stuff. And the month off social media was absolutely grand. It was the best. I really don't like social media. Um, but uh, enough about that. Enjoy this show. This show is brought to you guys by Quash Creative. Head to quashcreative.com, use the code radio when you speak to the guys, and you'll get a free SEO report or report on your current or existing brand. Sean Marsh is the, uh, the head man down there at Quash Creative and a great friend of the show. Did our intro jingle to this show, and he's a very talented guy in anything creative. So check out quashcreative.com. Also brought to you by Audible, guys. While I was over there in Vietnam, I... Listen to Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Um, Viktor Frankl is a psychotherapist who was a um, concentration camp survivor uh, during the Holocaust. And it's, um, it's uh, one of the only books that actually really attacks the meaning of life. Um, it's a fascinating, fascinating read or listen, obviously, in my case. Uh, I also listened to The Third Chimpanzee by Jared Diamond, which could be... Yeah, it could be my favorite author. Jared Diamond's written uh, The Pulitzer Prize winning Guns, Germs and Steel, which is sick. It's about how societies rise and uh, what are the the um, extraneous circumstances that kind of, you know, that get the ball rolling. Um, third Chimpanzee is human evolution, basically why we do what we do and, and how we do it. Very, very fascinating book. Jared Diamond's a, a great writer, so you should check that one out. I also listened to The Barefoot Investor by Scott Pape, um, the best business, uh, sorry, the best finance book I've ever read. Um, so that was while I was over in the, in, uh, in Vietnam. Uh, in the meantime, while I was there, I also read, um, what's that book called? Lord of the Flies. Um, so yeah, I had a bit of leisure time. I was on my bike a lot. I was walking around cities and I was just taking in books. And I think um, it's just such a fantastic way to take in knowledge that you're mad not to check it out so head to audibletrial.com forward slash advf radio you'll get one free month and one free audio book um, if you go there also last but not least we're brought to you by adventure fit travel so adventure fit travel guys is my baby i'm the founder and ceo and uh, we are an adventure travel company for the fitness community so yesterday when i'm recording this which will actually be about four or five days ago by the time you hear this we released a bunch of new trips. We released Vietnam, 
Um, obviously, once I got back, I was like, this has just got to happen for Adventure Fit. It's too good of a trip to, to not do. Uh, we released Bali. Bali's been one of our most popular trips we've ever ran. So we're running Bali again for 2018. We also released the Greek Island. So that's a trip to the Greek Island, Santorini and Crete. And basically, guys, while I was over in uh, Vietnam, every time we're at a, at a table sitting around conversation, hey, what do you do? Hey, what do you do? What do you study? Blah, blah, blah. I was staying in hostels and you know meeting people along the way. And it kind of felt really whack and really self-centered and stuff. But every time someone asked me what I do, I would have to spend half an hour explaining it and I get a million questions because it's quite an interesting, I suppose my life is, is interesting. But uh, the one thing that I, um, that I realized in the, uh, which I never really thought of before, the one thing that I realized when I started explaining AdventureFit to people is that uh, basically AdventureFit is my personality in, in a company and that's what happens when you start a company, I suppose. So yeah, if you guys want to... Uh, See all the best sites in the world. If you want to practice mindfulness, you want to do yoga, you want to work out, get some dolphins, get a sweat on, but you also want to drink beers, eat burgers, have the most fun possible, the most fun humanly possible, then um, head to www.adventurefittravel.com. See what we've created. Um, see what we have to offer. We've got a ton of trips coming up now. We've got New Zealand, Australia, Kokoda, Bali, Hawaii. Uh, what else did I just say? Vietnam, Greece. Um, Iceland uh, we have amazing packages for gyms that they can bring in $7,000 of revenue if they sell a trip for us they get free travel themselves the gym owners they get a point of difference in their community it's just we've got it all so head to www.adventurefittravel.com use the code radio if you want to book in on a trip if you want information about the gym offering email me directly doc at adventurefittravel.com I've been rambling here's the show enjoy now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Yo. Discovery Roger, go for deploy. Where did we come from? Some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, too rare to die. So, mate, how was uh, Vietnam? Good. Yep. It was good. One word? One word? Good. No, it was, if I'm only allowed to use one word, I'm going to use great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it was better than good. But you did say you were run down this morning. Um. Cooked. Fucked. I'm cooked city, mate. Well, how do you... So, what's the Vietnam term for that? Um, oh! <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. pretty racist. <laughs> um, but, um, no, it was great. Yeah. It was a really good trip. I, um, Look so, at this little fuckstick. So, if you're, if you're listening to this... Or um, watching. Or I've watching. Got, um, I've got... Uh, if you listen to this, I've got... Uh, got back from Vietnam yesterday, mm-hmm. and yeah, rode a motorbike through through Vietnam from yep. from Saigon, Ho Chi Minh City, Saigon to Hanoi. Uh, yeah, it was great, man. It was mm. it's funny because I didn't give myself anywhere near as much time as I should have had in the country. You know what I mean? Like I had 17 days, which is nowhere near enough to go. Well, I made it to go Saigon to Hanoi, 
and really see the country, stop at the place you want to, and enjoy the places. Yeah. It was more like me versus the road kind of thing. Yeah. But I... Any drink driving? What's that? Any drink driving? No drink driving. No nah. drink driving. Oh, drunk as fuck driving. Drug driving? Uh, no, no. Sesh driving. No, no. Um, <laughs> fuck stick. I, um, <laughs> I actually... I wasn't drunk driving, but I drove hungover the first day I drove. Like proper hungover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like an eight o'clocker. It was crazy. Uh, I am. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. It was so mental. Like three beers. It was mental. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I clipped hands with a dude coming the opposite direction. Yeah. Like, oh, as nearly in, stacked. Oh no like, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and and we both went whoa. And that was when You're I realized. I, I, that was when I realized. Uh, I was like, all right, this isn't. This isn't. I'm not fucking around here. Like I should <laughs> yeah. not. So I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really party that much on the trip anyway. But. Mm. I made sure I was like I was pretty fresh when I was riding because mm-hmm. the roads are just mental over there and, mm-hmm. and whatever. But I tell you what, I met this dude halfway through. There's this joint called Huay, and um, yeah, pronounced Huay. Um, <laughs> um, it's uh, it's halfway through, and we got our uh, bike service there. So he was coming from Hanoi down to Saigon. I was going Sa- Saigon up to Hanoi, and we had the exact same bike. Rented from the exact same place. And we're doing the exact same trip, and we we rolled up next to each other. This Aussie guy, and I, and I was like, "Do we just become best friends?" <laughs> it was great. And yeah, then, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but the thing was, um, he said one thing that summed up the trip for me basically, and it's really weird the feeling of riding a motorbike by yourself through a foreign country and giving yourself a challenge like that. And I said to him. Like, hey man, how, you know, what's your trip been like? He's like, oh, it's been fucking hard. Mm. And but yeah, it's been awesome. I tell me a bunch of the places that he saw coming down. I was, you know, obviously giving him my tips that, um, from what I saw going up. And then he said to me, he goes, "I said, how fucking good is it, man? Just mm. being on the bike." And he looks at me and just kind of like, just kind of shook his head. He goes, "It's the ultimate freedom." Really? That's what he said, and it yeah. sounds corny. But when he well, says like that, you it sounds like a scene out of Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like freedom. Come here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but I genuinely believe that was a really good way to sum it up mm. because it's really weird, man. Like I would get on the bike, and so they say like the guys that are into the bike, they're like two hundred kilometers a day is like a pretty good pretty good sesh. So that'll be about three or four hours I did a couple of days I did 440 kilometers in a day once Jeez. which so was that's... like eight or nine hours on the bike through like torrential thunderstorms how's the uh, fucking ice. the old uh, the old hummus the, uh, ice. Uh, yeah. it's 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 not recovered well <laughs> it's like I've been in broke back one two yeah. three four five six seven like back to back to back <laughs> the prequel yeah just oh, a, that's just right a, yeah, <laughs> you beat broke back, back, back to back, back to back back to back to anal <laughs> yeah um, it's actually it's actually, it's cooked me, yeah. I don't know. I would, yeah. I would hate to be a gay sex <laughs> fiend. <laughs> a gay hippo. I feel like I'm a sexual That's really bad, isn't it? Fuck. You but, hate to be a gay sex fiend? <laughs> um, but no, oh. my ass is cooked yeah. from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. In case you didn't know what I meant by that yeah. last call. Um, anyway. Jesus. Hey, we oh. were talking about if we're getting a little bit too politically incorrect. I know. Is that politically incorrect? No, I don't think so. Nah, it's all good. It's, Everyone it's, like um, anyway, so. Well, that's just how you feel it. No, exactly. Um, but um, so I did a couple of big days. But but being on the road and the, the freedom thing that this, this dude um, talked about, it's so crazy, man. Like. Mm. Because I got a little bit of those feelings when I'd ride the scooter around Bali. Um, like, if, if I'd ever have a, a spare second, like, I'd, I'd get on the scooter and just go put a headphone in and um, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's all right. It's quite funny. But, um, and I just loved it. Loved yeah. the feeling of just being 
like, you know, wind in your hair and all that kind of yeah. shit. Yeah. But I did had get, some did times... Like, did you have, like, some good times to think and... Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I had some times where I would normally have a headphone in for the most part. Mm. First few days, I had the GPS out. So my phone was a GPS and it was out. And I was actually watching where I was going. And then I realized pretty pretty quickly that if you... If you don't turn off, like you're going towards Hanoi, like it's pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty well. Oh, okay, you, you, if there's a major, if there's a, a, a an intersection that goes right and left, and they're two very big roads, and one of them doesn't say Hanoi or whatever, then yep. I might pull the GPS out of my pocket. Yep. But, so I had a headphone in. I had, so I was either doing a book, a podcast, or um, tunes. Yep. Mainly, I was doing books and tunes. And yeah, the times that I was listening to the books, I was more engaged than ever, having having a fucking great time. Mm. Listen to. Um, the Third Chimpanzee by Jared Diamond. Jared Diamond is now, I reckon, one of my, if not my favorite author, like one of my favorite. Really? Yeah, Guns, Germs, and Steel. And what else has he done? Guns, Germs, and Steel. Okay. And Third yep. Chimpanzee. Outstanding so books. So they're evolution books? Um, more, co- like, The Third Chimpanzee's, mm, yeah, e- evolution, I suppose. But Guns, Germs, and Steel's more culture. It's not evolution. Yep. It's why cultures differ. And hey, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yep, sweet. Um, Sweet. And then I did um yeah Barefoot Investor, so a money book, and then uh, Man's Barefoot Search. Barefoot Investor's good. Did you, Ma- get, did you like Barefoot Investor? Me. Yeah, it was awesome. Great, wasn't it? And then, so I'd either have a book going on or I'd have um, tunes pumping. Mm-hmm. And there was times, man, where I'm, most of the time, I was, you know when you're having a real good time, you're singing along to yourself in the car or yeah. whatever. Like that's my, that's my barometer. When I used to um, drive back from Phoenix, I used to have a barometer of if I'm just really having a fucking good time mm. in life. I, the tunes would come on, I'd be rattling along in my... Uh, my um, what's it called? Behind the steering wheel. Homas. Da- da- um, oh, dashboard. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, dash hand. Singing, um, singing, singing songs at the top of my uh, lungs. I was doing that all day, every day, just mm. just on the road, just mm. absolutely loving life. Yeah. And the scenery all around you was mm. just fantastic. So you can go two ways when you do the ride from Vietnam, uh, from from one end of Vietnam to the other. You can go. Highway 1, basically, which is like... There's some good stops on Highway 1. Like, there's lots of good different towns that are worth stopping it, uh, stopping along. Mm. But it's also like... It's basically follows the coast, all the highways, all the trucks, straight line, good roads, whatever, mm-hmm. not much scenery. Mm-hmm. Or you can go up into the mountains and fo- uh, follow the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Mm. And the Ho Chi Minh Trail kind of goes like through the mountains alongside the border to Laos, basically. Mm-hmm. And... It's like twisting and turning, huge mountainous jungle cliffs each side of you, yeah. like potholes everywhere, gravel roads, like just real rugged yep. out in the middle of nowhere. And I got recommended not to not to go that route because there's um, you can go. It's not that you can go a long period of time without actually seeing anyone. Yeah, but you can go a long period of time without seeing anyone that'll probably help you. Yeah, okay. So if yeah. your bike breaks down, because I was by myself. And like, that, I mean, they wouldn't be speaking much English yet in, no English. through that way. Nah, so no, what, I mean, you just had no idea. Yeah, so it was a bit risky. I mean, people are people are inherently good, you know? People want to help. So if I'm broken down and I'm, and it's pissing down the rain, which it was every afternoon because it was monsoon season, basically. Yep. But if I'm if it's bucketing down and I'm on the, on the side of the road and I'm pushing my bike, someone's mm. going to want to help me. Yeah. But the thing is, it's illegal for Vietnamese to house foreigners. You can't, they can't they say... Can't, you can't just bring them in no, for a glass illegal. of uh, rice pudding. No, it's illegal. Really? It's illegal, yeah. So, um, so, and a lot of the lot of the Vietnamese will follow, like that. they'll follow the letter, letter of the law. Like they would want to help you, but they can't. Yep. Some would, for sure. Like yep. I'm totally fucked. But so because I was doing it by myself, you know, it was semi-risky and I was always leaving late or trying to put in a big day and, you know, start going in the darkness and then I'm like, all right, fuck, this is getting pretty sketchy. Like yeah. I need to find some accommodation. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But every single day when you follow this jungle trail up the Ho Chi Minh, mm. uh, Ho Chi Minh, Ho Chi Minh Highway, mm. it's it is outstanding. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. fucking is it, incredible. What is it, so it's rainforesty or it's rainforesty? Yeah, Fuck. it's rainforest. Yeah, basically. So That's I got nice. lots of videos of it. Mm. Um, obviously, the listeners can't can't see what I, what I'm about to show but you. Instagram but Instagram Live people can currently see it. Well, they can see what we're talking about, but, I'm <laughs> but they won't know it by the time they listen to this. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, anyway, look, it was it was just. Um, by the way, we're Instagram live right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was just uh, it was the scenery was spectacular. Mm. The scenery mm. was was really spectacular. Yeah. I was really glad that I went the Ho Chi Minh Trail. It's also way more of a challenge. Yeah, you know, uh, it's a lot. Uh, takes a lot longer to get from A to B. If you go to, from A to B on. Highway one mm. it might take you, you know, eight hours or whatever. It'll take how, you twelve hours. How fast were you like rocking? Standard, like um, average, about average 60, speed. 70 kilometers an hour. Okay. On this little heavy oh, shit one twenty seven cc bike. Yeah. Um, I got up to about eighty. Eighty was the fastest I got. Didn't didn't go faster than eighty. That was yep. that was Max Ziggy. I know. Ziggy's, look at him. He's uh, just humping, pumping through, humping the uh, humping the old pillow there. Oh, look at this Hormas. Is he is he is he look at is this he rock? Hormas. Is he rock? Is he solid? He's full bar. Yeah, full Hormas. Full bar. Good boy. Good That's boy. weird. Good boy. That's very weird. Um, <laughs> it's a dog. So, um, so yeah, it was. Uh, but genuinely, it was. Man, it was. It was awesome. I ended up mm. stopping at a place called. Um, Stopped at a place called Phong Na. Oh yeah, Phong Na. Um, Phong Na Kibang is is the full name. Phong Na Kibang National National Park. Yeah, and it's got the world's biggest cave. Phong Na Kibang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. If you want, yeah. Phong Na Kibang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's got the world's biggest. Um, I just study Phong Na Kibang. Ca- cave system. Ca- what? Yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> I just study Phong Na Kibang. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you go? Actually, I knew a bloke Phong Na Kibang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve Phong Na Kibang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I stayed at um. I'd already earmarked because there's a lot of highlights on the um, Vietnam as a country is one of the best, mm. one of the best I've been to. It's mm. fucking great. But let's be honest, you love every country. Yeah, don't I you? do that out of it. It's don't my I? fucking favorite place <laughs> in the world, mate. Can I you do an impersonation known, of me? I have been known to say that. I can do an impersonation of you. Um, well, I mean, the thing about that really is that uh, I mean, you know, I mean, it's my fucking <laughs> favorite place in the world, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking. Um, Fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's pretty much me. What's this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's me, but um, I can't do an impersonation of you. I probably could, but um, I'm not going to. My name's Tommy, it is. But there's, uh, so when I looked at um, Lonely Planet, basically I was, because I didn't really plan much before getting over there. I knew the basic places I kind of wanted to go, but when mm-hmm. I started going like, you know, a bit deeper on the planning, I looked at Phong Na and I was like, all right, that's going to be the place I'm going to want to stay. That's going to be mm. my favorite place. That's mm. what I thought, you know? And then I got there and there's this um, hostel called Easy Tiger and it's not on Hostel World. It's not on Booking.com. It's not like you can find it on the internet through its own website, but it's just all word of mouth. They don't mm-hmm. advertise at all. Mm-hmm. It's just, they don't need to. Yeah. You know, all oh, that. All just, that it's just huge. Yeah. It's just, it's Sick. just the best. Yeah. It's just word of mouth, just always booked. Yep. Anyway, so I got to Phong Na and um, genuinely, and I know I fucking say it all the time. <laughs> Here but, we go. But it Here was. It was. It was. My fucking favorite place. All right, play. well, I'll be more specific. I reckon Phong Na, Paradise Cave, which is the prettiest cave at Phong Na, is top three things I've probably ever seen. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm not. So I'll, I'm, I'm going to be specific. So what are you, th- second and third? Uh, no, no. It's, uh, well, it's probably third. Probably top That's four. That's why I said. I would have oh, said top three. Top one. So what? <laughs> but it's probably not my favorite, but it's my um, top one. No, no. Uh, best thing I've ever seen was um, 
Mount Yasua erupting on the island of oh, Tanna. Yeah. I stood on the crater there and watched it erupt 100 foot above my head with mm. many, like 20, you know, truck-sized pieces of light. Like, I'm, I'm standing on a volcano as it erupts. Yeah, That's yeah, the best yeah. thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, second? Second would be... Second would be... Um, Foz de Iguazu or Guazu Falls on the border of Argentina, mm-hmm. Paraguay, and Brazil. That, me and Roisy watched that um, just for two full days, one on the Brazilian side, one on the Argentinian side. We watched that whole thing for two days on the end of our six-month South America trip and we were just like, this is the best thing we've seen on this whole trip, mm. you know? this is the, It was right at the end and we're like, this, there's nothing better than this. Mm. Just like nature at its finest, mm. making you feel so insignificant. It was mm. incredible. Mm. So they're, they're probably the top two I walked into Paradise Cave and straight away I was like, yeah. you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> really? I, I was straight away, I was like, just, is this is this for real? This, yeah. is, this is insane. It was so fucking pretty and so amazing and so massive and grand and it was just insane, mate. Mm. It really mm. was. Um, so I went there with a few crew from the hostel and just had a sick day. But then we went to the Botanical Gardens at Fongna, which is rad. The one thing I wanted to do, which I missed out on, which they say is the best thing to do in Fongnar is um, duck throwing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Live duck throwing? Yeah, yeah. Throw really? Ch- chuck a duck. Chuck a duck? Yeah. What about fuck a duck? No. Nah, no plucking. No fucking. Just <laughs> straight chucking. No chuck chucking. ducks. No. So, there's this farm that you go down to. Uh, go to. So, Sam, this guy that was uh, manager of the hostel, he was uh, an Australian guy and he'd been living in Fongnar for two years and he does this um, information... information um, Talk when you get in on mm-hmm. a, at nine o'clock. Not everyone has to go to it, but if you're around, like it's worth going to at the hostel. And um, tells you about all the things to do. Tells you about a bunch of military history, which is one very, very interesting part of Vietnam. Um, obviously, Vietnam War, mm-hmm. and then, or as they call it, the American War. Um, yes. And then, uh, yeah, very good point. Crazy that. And then, um, so Sam said the best thing to do in Phong Nha is um, is the duck throwing, hands down. And so how do you even it. get duck? Like, so where do you, you, where do you get ducks? Du- you go to a duck farm oh, and yeah. you line up and the, the guy that owns the farm gives you a bit of history on the farm and whatever. And then you all get a duck and to y- you throw it. To, to throw? Yeah. There's got to be some ethical concerns with that one. Uh-huh. So you just throw ducks. Yeah. So some people like breed ducks to throw. Yeah, yeah. Throwing ducks. ducks. And throwing I'm like, ducks. do the ducks get harmed? And Sam was like, no, the ducks love it. What? No, they, are you <laughs> they serious? Do, mate. They the love, ducks it. love it. Yeah, they absolutely love it. They love getting thrown. They, they froth it, mate. Are you serious? Yeah. So what? You Genuine pick it up and, and you throw it, and they froth it, and they just so you jump stand around. there. You stand there on the water, and you throw them as far as you can, and they try and fly. And some of them are pretty decent at flying, but they don't fly. Nah. They kind of like ducks just fall with style. Yeah, they fall yeah. with style. They flap hard and fall. They flap hard and fall. Um, but, <laughs> so, but I can't really talk of it because I didn't. I didn't actually do it. I only saw. I saw videos. I saw everything. And um, is it like dog throwing? Uh, I've never thrown a dog, mate. So I'm not really sure. <laughs> Have you thrown fun. dogs? Yeah, yeah. I, I went. Like, I went to a dog, dog? farm. Oh, 12 meters. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, Ziggy. Yeah. You throw yeah. Ziggy 12 he just meters. Went, How far can you throw a like a Frenchie? A little baby. French, not a, not a human. Oh, a French not bulldog. A French person, no, a French bulldog. Two meters. Two meters. Yeah, how how far could you throw a French person, you <laughs> Like a baby. baby. 40 human. meters. 40 meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so. Be tough. <laughs> yeah, so Fongna was, um, but in all seriousness, Fongna is like, it's, it's, it's Fongna itself. Paradise Cave, top three. Fongna, probably, I reckon they're all probably top three. Especially the hostel. The hostel yeah. Easy Tiger was. That was top three for me as well. And I mm. messaged Roisy straight away. Mm. Message Roy Boy because I messaged him and said, Hey mate, I've got our next trip. Because Roisy loves motorbikes mm-hmm. and I just know he'd love Vietnam mm-hmm. and I haven't traveled with him in a bloody long time. And I messaged him and said, Hey mate, I've got our next trip. 
I've, I've, I've nailed it. We've got to do this trip. And he goes, what trip? What, what are you talking about? I'm like, the trip I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we've got to do it. And we got to do a different route or whatever, but you would love it. He mm. just loves, he, he would just love everything about it. And it made me think of Roy's all the time when I'm on this trip. And then anyway, so I messaged him that day, just like as I was coming into Phong Na in the <laughs> National Park, big day, bike broke down that day, fuck, all, all kinds of shit Phong happened. Nah. But, um, but uh, yeah, and then as soon as I walked into this hostel called Easy Tiger, I walked in and me and Roy's, my favorite ever hostel is um, Lockie Del Mar in Mancora. Yep. And Roy's and I, like spend our, spend our time there it's his favourite hostel in a mile as, yep. as well it's the best and as soon as I walked into Easy Tiger without being there for more than half an hour I messaged him and said and also I reckon I've found the closest thing to Lockie Del Mar on the planet yeah, yeah. I just knew from the vibes right away you know and so unbelievable everything about Fong Na was uh, was sick it was so good and what about any uh, any sessions any sessions Couple of sessions. Couple of sessions. Um, yep. Both sober, interestingly enough. Sober sessions. Yeah, sober sesh. The SS. Yeah, I got yeah. I got waved in. Um, I got waved in by a chick in uh, Hui. Oh. Um, in Hui. I, uh, I, I, was, I was walking. I got off my bike at like 8 p.m. Yep. And I was just spent. I walked in this hostel. A few crew were going out for beers. Hey, man, you want to come? And I was like, man, I need to sit down for half an hour. I'm going to have a shower. I stunk. I'm like, I need to have a shower. Like, yeah. I'm just give me a sec. I might meet up with you guys. I am a bin I right might, now. Yeah, yeah. I might meet up with you guys later in, uh, later in the day. And then um, I just said, nah, you know what? I'm just going to put a headphone in, walk around, get some food, whatever. And as I was walking around, I walked past these two kind of hot chicks that I saw out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, oh, geez, those, those girls are good looking. <laughs> and then um, I walked down in the street and there was nothing really down the end of the street. It looked shit to turn right, but I didn't want to walk back and walk past these chicks again. I don't know why. I was just like, I was just kind of nervous. <laughs> you have been that guy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I remember I had a, <laughs> had a Cornetto in my hand and a headphone oh, and I walked yeah, past them. Oh, yeah, you did. And then, uh, you had your own Cornetto again. Yeah, it's a euphemism. Yep. And then... I'm about... Oh, here we go. <laughs> Ziggy I'm about to have a here. Mate. <laughs> For everyone listening at home, I uh, just got... Stop it. Boned by a dog. <laughs> Ziggy was, uh, Ziggy was humping, humping Tommy. Air Hump humping it was but fun, no, he was fun me. I, uh, I walked around and walked, did a lap of the block and then walked past these chicks. I was miles away at this point and then I looked over the corner of my eye and one of these chicks is just waving me in, mm. going like this, <coughs> get over here. So I walked down and Yo. walked down and uh, had one beer and chatted to him for G'day. a bit. And then, um, yeah, the next day, just as I was about to leave for... Um, I'd just spoken to you, actually. Oh, yeah. Or you or someone. On I think the phone I'd... when you were riding on the bike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I just spoke to you and I was just about to get on my bike and mm. then this chick invited for me, uh, invited me for a coffee and ended up being a sasas. No, no. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't just a coffee, pal. Sasasion. Sasasion. But, um... Yeah, okay. That's good. But no, Vietnam's... Fuck, it's just... it's. Yeah, so would you go back? Outstanding. I'm definitely going back. 100% going back. I want to get Roisy involved. We haven't... He's my best travel buddy that I've got in the world and we haven't traveled together in a fair while. That's a very cheap trip and it's one that he would love. And and I've, and I've already brought it up with him. So now if I go back, I think it's going to have to be with him because I've already got, be got, him, got him keen on the yep. on the whole idea. Yep. Um, Top Top Gear did a special um, on the High Van Pass in Vietnam, like this this the best stretch of road in all of Vietnam. Mm. They say, which I I suppose I agree. It's definitely it's probably as good as anywhere, but it's 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 like a fifteen minute stretch of road. There's stretches on the Ho Chi Minh Highway, Ho Chi Minh Pass, they call it basically. There's stretches on the Ho Chi Minh Pass where you're riding for an hour and you're just awestruck by the nature around you. Mm. You're like, this is fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. Corner after corner, you just... And you know when you see like um, Vietnam War movies or just documentaries on Vietnam and you see the jungle and you see the mist and mm. the mist rises yeah, as yeah, the sun? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It was like that, like all day. You <laughs> yeah, know, okay. I'm, 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 I'm looking go. around trying to get my camera out, trying to 
take some footage or some photos that does it any sort of justice and mm. you just couldn't. Mm. Um, so there's basically days like that on the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Whereas yeah. the, the High Van Pass is like, it's like 15 minutes, 30 minutes. But it's, it's similar scenery. Like it's left-hand side is cliff, mountainous cliffs, kind of, it's not really jungle, but they kind of look dense enough to make it look kind of like jungle. Really pretty on the on the left hand side, and the right hand side's uh, the bay, like the ocean, yep. uh, the, the bay. Yep. And um, so it's really pretty. The High Van Pass is sick. Top Top Gear did a special on it. Mm. Um, but yeah, the whole Vietnam, the ride itself is, I mean, for anyone for anyone out there that just is looking for a real adventure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very common to. Um, to do the the motorbike ride through Vietnam, like yeah, it's, okay. it's it's the way that a lot of people do it. Yep. Um, Fuck, I want to go, man. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's so cheap too. Like, I would get, I would pull over on my bike. I'm like in the middle of nowhere, right? Absolutely no middle of nowhere. And because on the high, on the Ho Chi Minh Trail, there's only a few really big cities, and then there's just tiny little dotted, tiny, tiny, tiny towns. You know, no hostels, mm. no McDonald's, none of that shit. No, like, no. You don't even know. Only you're... instead of well, instead of McDonald's, they have McFong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> McFong. McFong. <laughs> but, um, but, um, but yeah. So McFong. I, I, I walked into. What can you order at McFong? Um, I think you can get um. <laughs> Mc, McHuang yeah <laughs> um, with Mc, extra donk yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 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 that was nice that's Ziggy, not right. that's Ziggy not right. shoes no it's not racist it's just, it's just giving shit to their language yeah that's right yeah. which is racist, racist. But, um, but, but we we have a lot of shit wrong with us but um yeah so but you would you would pull in to the shittiest little like places where your your thinking mind is like you're like, I'm going to get sick eating this food because mm. it just looks so unhygienic yeah. and yep. like such a dingy little joint. That's what you think, like, you know, but I, I'm lovely. probably traveled enough to know that that doesn't mean anything. You know, you can get, you can go and have a Western meal and you get yeah. sick or whatever. That, so, yeah, but that's the thing. Like Western meals fuck you. Like in yeah. Mexico, Pizza Hut fucked me. Yeah, yeah, But exactly. I was eating street so, food every day. Yeah, exactly. So, but I would literally walk into it, the, the shittiest little restaurant, you know, Bunch, bunch of sign language, um, trying to trying to you know plan charades to try and get a meal, and they'd just be like, that they just I'd go I want some food. They're like, oh, what do they say? That so they would basically just go like or maybe just thumbs up. I'm yeah. like, give me food, thumbs up. Yeah, sweet, sit down. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna get. Yeah, yeah. And they would bring out like, okay, so it's pronounced like foo or foo, foo, foo. Ah, uh, foo. Foo, yeah. basically. So it's foo. Yeah, they bring it. That would bring out um, bring out like a bowl of pho with like um, a side of like epic noodles and and rices with chicken or whatever and a bunch of hors d'oeuvres like entrees and little little side plates and it would legitimately cost me like dollar forty a dong and it was Vietnamese (laughs) it is Vietnamese dong isn't it it is dong (laughs) how good's that it is um, yeah by the end of the trip you had a very large Vietnamese dong (laughs) yeah Um, or small Vietnamese dong but but, um, (laughs) it was uh, man the food was I'd love to go to Vietnam fuck food was great they have nuts in their food um Nah, it's not so common. Nuts? Nah, it's nah. pretty, pretty, pretty alright. That'd be good for me. Pretty alright, yeah. Yeah. Barn mee's really good. You know, like the the pork buns. It's basically yeah, like a hot dog with pork rolls. Yep. They're in the south. They're everywhere. Mm. Like if I was, what I would do because I was always just trying to trying to cover ground because I knew that I didn't have as long as I wanted on the trip to stop and take yep. place in. So so unless I was getting to my destination, I would a lot of the time just I'd literally ride my bike, ride my bike. Okay, barn mee, and I'd pull over the side of the road. 
Hi. To barn me, barn me, they'd be like, yep, they just got a little stand, like a little mm. like hot dog stand, basically, mm. but for barn me. And they would come up. I'd literally take my, take my gloves, helmet, or whatever I was wearing off, and then just sit on my bike, get a little chair, and just punch down to barn me and go. And some of the barn me's you would have. Unbelievable. Fuck, man, they were good. Yeah, yeah. But it was funny, like, the thing that I liked most about the whole trip was, like, had a few, like, random acts of kindness that were just like, fuck, that's sick. Yeah. So, um, couple of like the first one was I got in from Delat. Delat is this nice little um it's in the it's in the mountains kinda, this nice little um uh, French colonial town. Um there's a cool hike to do there. There's lots of um adventure activities and stuff. Anyway, I left Delat at like three PM, which was too late. I did this this big hike Langbiang Mountain in the morning mm. then I went and saw the crazy house which is just like this site it's like an architecturally mm-hmm. crazy house in Dalat and then um, and then yeah it was by about 3pm I was getting on the road and to get to Buon Matot which is the next place it was like 5 hours and the yep. guys were like don't the guys and I were like don't do it it's, it's too wet it's going to get dark there's not many people out there you know and I was like fuck and I was listening to them and I should have taken their warning really but I was like you know what fuck it I'm, I'm going to you know make yep. an adventure out of it I'll, I'll give it a crack so I got on the road and I legitimately didn't think I was going to find anywhere to stay. Like mm. there was so like such large stretches where there was just nobody, no towns, no sign of hotel. There's no, but there's little guest houses scattered here, here, there and everywhere. And I finally, finally with, with a bunch of like stress and like fucking around and back and forth and asking people and Google Translate, I finally found some accommodation, which was cool. And then I walked into this little um, hotel, hotel, sorry, not, not a hotel. I walked into this restaurant these guys kind of called me in. I was just walking past, walking the street. I'm like, oh, that kind of looks like a restaurant. And these young lads were like, hello, 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 hello. There's three of them. And they just kept Fung. yelling, Fung. yelling hello. One large McFung. Only, uh, only word they could say pretty much. And then I went and sat down and they're so excited to see me. And they're screaming Vietnamese at me as fast as I can. I'm like, lads, calm down. I can't. And I'm <laughs> so tired. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm like, boys, I can't, I can't speak. Yeah, but yeah. we're all laughing our heads off, having a great time. You know Vietnamese don't. Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, they knew hello, thank you, goodbye, and fuck you. They knew fuck you. Yeah, yeah. So they'd, be, so they'd, they'd sit there, they're like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Laughing their heads off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're not mates. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, and anyway, I had a meal with these with these young lads and geez, they must have thought they were having a great chat with me. Yeah. Because they were just like, they were just vibing and just kept just talking to me in Vietnamese. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying, boys. Yeah. But had a, it was a really nice little interaction and then- as we're leaving, they kept going one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, um, and then doing like a money symbol and then going like we're going. And I, I couldn't figure out what they were saying. I'm like, all right, they're either saying, um, you've got this, you've got this white boy, the meal's on you, or they're saying it's on us, you know. Yeah. And I, I knew that that was probably going to be the case. But, yeah. you know, I'm like, all right, there's two things that have just happened here because these guys left. Yeah. They all left. Anyway, I got up and went to, um, went to go and pay for my meal. And the lady's like, again, knowing this, the lady's like, your friends, your friends oh, paid. Yeah. It's all good. Like so, these guys. It was like their Vietnamese bit of hospitality. That's you know? good. That's yeah. lovely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially because, like, I'm a Westerner. The dollar, the dollar that I yeah, earn in it would Australia have been a lot better. Goes for you. ten times as far as yep. well. That like I should be shouting that yep, for sure. If anything, but um, so that was fucking great. My bike broke down in the middle of nowhere at one point, and these couple of I pushed my bike for about. It actually ran out of petrol. Yeah, and uh, which is my fault. But it was kind of like it's a long story, but. Uh, so I was pushing my bike in the middle of nowhere for like 20 minutes. Yep. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to push it. Mentally, I'm like, I'm going to have to push this for four hours mm. like to get to a petrol station. Mm. I, I really think that's probably what's what's going on here. Which, but I was cool. I'm like, that's just what I have to do. Yeah. That's fine. I know I'm not going to fucking 
diet here. Yeah. So it's just what has to happen. But yeah, these exactly. guys pulled over, these Vietnamese guys pulled over and they spoke spoke perfect English, believe it or not, and they end up going and buying petrol and hooking me up, wouldn't take any money for it. We had a great chat, took some selfies, fucking all this stuff. It was mm. sick. So good. And then the best experience I reckon I had is um is uh how's this right? So I first day I got into Fong Na, I went and just ch- chilled in the um, pool with a bunch of crew, chatted for a couple of hours. Then did a little bit of work, did like two or three hours work and then didn't really have time to go and do like one of the caves or the national park, something that I wanted to do, one of the big attractions I wanted mm. to do in the afternoon. I kind of ran out of time and then um, I was like, right, I want to do something like six o'clock, there's mm. free beer at this hostel for an hour and then, you know, people start coming out. But it was like 4.30, I'm like, all right, I want to do something. So, fuck it, I'm just going to get on my bike. Yep. The national park's so pretty, you can just ride around and it's just awesome anyway. The yeah. scenery's so good. They're those big limestone cast mountains, you know. Mm. Um Anyway, so I got on my bike and I started riding and rode for about 15 minutes and I found this little kind of side side track. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go down here, start riding down there. And then there's probably like 10, maybe 15 young Vietnamese lads, probably seven years old or something. They're like, Mr. Stop, stop, Mr. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I pulled my bike and I'm like, hey, boys, let's like, no, go. no, 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 I'm going to fong na. I'm going to fong na ya. Um, I'm going to McFong ya. I'm going to fong you in the McFong. Um... But um, anyway, so I pulled over and they start coming up and they're giving me rocks. They're like, yeah, yeah. I'm still sitting on my bike. I'm like, what do I want these rocks for? Yeah. And then they're pointing in the bushes. I'm like, what, lads? What are you trying to say? And then this kid goes, little kid, like, he goes, watch this, watch this, basically. Walks up, points like a little kid, points finger pointed into the bush, like, like he's aiming on something. Uh-huh. He's like, like one eye, you know, like a true little kid. Gets this rock and throws it in the bushes and I watch the the trajectory of the rock and it just misses this massive beehive. Oh, I'm like, oh, they're throwing they're rocks at the yeah, beehive. Yeah. Gonna, I'm like, lads, hook us some rocks. They're going to hook, hook, hook us up some rocks. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I was sitting on the side of the road with these little kids. We'll have a go, boys. And I throw this rock, miss the beehive by a mile. We all start laughing. <laughs> anyway, so for about 10 minutes, so me and these little, little kids, we're throwing rocks at this beehive, having a great time. And then I said, give me a rock, give me a rock here. And I wind up, threw it, boom, hit the beehive, and just fucking bees have gone everywhere. So me and the kids, like, we've we've legged it. Bolton. We're like, run! We started fonging. Yeah, yeah, we're like, run! So me and these kids running down the street as fast as we can, getting away from these bees, yeah, yeah. laughing our heads off, high five and whatever. Fonging each other. And it was just, um, oh, you're gonna have to get over <laughs> the fucking thing, mate. But um, <laughs> but it was it was genuinely like. One of the coolest little interactions I reckon I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. Just kids being kids, you know? Yeah. I couldn't speak a word of English to them. Yeah. But like sat there and we just had the best time and then- You can get in a lot of trouble for that, mate. What's that? Kid. Fong and kid. kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it was sick. It, it would have so good. Yeah. It was really good. It was, one of, it was one of the highlights of the whole trip. Just, um, you know, you don't, yeah. need, you don't need language to like become nah. friends and oh, have a good absolutely. time. Absolutely. No, you definitely don't need language. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's what you've been up to. That's what I've been up to. Two weeks, eh? To, uh, it was about, yeah, two and a half weeks. Mm. And um, mm. yeah, highly recommend it to anyone that wants to go out and get a real adventure under their belt. Get up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so Vietnam, it's it literally, it's one of my mates, it's my mate's favorite place yeah. in the whole world. Mm. And he's been to a few places. Mm. So I've got to go there. Been to Adelaide? He's been, <laughs> hasn't been to Adelaide, actually. Oh, he hasn't well, followed around go. Adelaide. Yeah. Have you been to Adelaide? It would be second. It'd be second. Have you been he's to one of your mates? Yeah, one of my mates. Yeah, yeah. One of your mates. Well, I don't really have any mates. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to Adelaide? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a great place. A couple of times. Love it. Yeah, it's right up there for me. Better top, than getting fonged. Top 95 <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> top 95. Uh, top 95 pet place I've been in Australia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> out, of, out of 17. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we got our Lauren Conlon on the show. Yeah, we do. Tommy, we better, uh, we we better, better wrap it skedaddle. up. Well, mm. for everybody listening at home and for everybody on Instagram Live... We're going to start doing more of this, by the way. 
Yes. Yeah, a lot we'll, more Instagram uh, live. So. We'll, we'll, uh, for anyone listening, if you want to see these shows as they come out on the spot, then we'll, uh, we're just going to hit Instagram live. Yep. Um, it'll be on there. It'll obviously disappear from there, but you'll be able to get a snippet of it, and mm. then um, it'll come out as usual on uh, all uh, available uh, platforms. Mm. Well, until then, bye for now. Catch ya. Alrighty, guys. If you enjoyed that show, then please go ahead and subscribe. If you're already a subscriber, please leave us a rating and review. Helps us climb the uh, iTunes charts and helps us keep this thing, you know, running into the future. Um, also, guys, show notes can be found at www.adventurefittravel.com forward slash radio. And don't forget to head to quashcreative.com, audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio, and adventurefittravel.com. Use the code word radio for 10% off. See you next week.